Hello and welcome to Only Human, my podcast that's all about opening up about what I'm finding tough right now, plus sharing advice and tips on the things that are helping me in the hope that they might help you too. This week, I want to discuss getting out of my own head and escaping those thoughts that can keep us awake at night. So welcome to this episode of Only Human. Today, we're going to be talking about getting out of my head. Um, so the reason why I've chose to speak about this is because actually it's quite a new experience for me. I, you know, for knowing all of the tools and having certain knowledge around how to keep myself from being overwhelmed or what to do when I do get overwhelmed. Here I was uh, recently feeling incredibly overwhelmed, maybe more so than I've ever felt. And with with absolute good reason. But yeah, I found myself, um, you know, feeling like, you know, I had to remind myself to take a deep breath. I've never really felt like I've ever needed to try and escape from my thoughts. Why is it that I am continuously and perpetually thinking about things that are not going to change anything um, and, if anything, only serve to make me feel worse? There's not a switch, is there, that we can flick where it's like, right, I'm going to switch that off. I don't fancy that. Uh, Let's just sort of clear a space. So I guess it's something that we have to try and do ourselves. I always think, you know, in the first instance, um, I understand why I'm feeling that way. So I don't berate myself uh, for doing something wrong or for failing at anything. It's hurtful, so it it would hurt. Uh, It's difficult, so it would feel difficult. It's a challenge, so it would feel challenging. So let's just, you know, keep things relative. And if it means that I sit awake for a few hours when really I usually just drop straight to sleep then I guess there, there has to be a little bit of acceptance there because we're human and we know that, you know, that's what the mind does. The mind is processing. It continues to do that when we're sleeping. That's what dreams or nightmares are all about. It's your subconscious processing, your current situation. When it comes to getting out of my head, what did I do? I think that everybody needs an escape plan. This is my escape plan, I guess. Um, so first of all, meditation and you're like oh here he goes again talking about meditation but I only mention it again and again because it absolutely is the one thing that if we can incorporate that into our daily habits it will always do us good yesterday for example I'm meditating about 10 minutes in I managed to completely cut through all of the thoughts and actually started to feel peaceful blissful you know all the things that I'm telling you that meditation will give you once you've practiced it to a certain extent Um, So if I can control escaping from the pain to a feeling of bliss and it takes 10 minutes and all you've got to do is be still um, and observe the thoughts that pop into your head and and not actually interact with them and just say, see you later, off you go, then I'm telling you that is a way to get out of the negative thought pattern that you're going through. So number two on my list of ways that you can get out of your head is to put yourself in good company. Um, not just, you know, because they might advise you, but mainly because they'll hear you and validate you, in essence, to be held. If someone, one of your friends, has the ability to ultimately just just hold you, and not even necessarily physically, but hold you in terms of you come into their space and they're there, they're listening, they're present, then that is powerful. And sometimes that can be a wonderful outlet when your mind is absolutely having a shocker. Number three, nature. I mean, there isn't a time when going for a walk 
in nature, whether you're in a woods, whether you're in a forest, whether you're in a park, you know, anything green, there is never a time when that will not give you a perspective on just how beautiful the world is, how nice it is to just be around like trees and wildlife, to basically be able to to breathe that wonderful fresh air. Um, that is absolutely going to help me to get out of my own head. So number four, helping somebody else directly. So this is about something specific. Is there a neighbour? Is there a relative? Is there someone that messaged just a little while ago that we haven't responded to, uh, that we know has asked for help or advice, or we know has basically checked in to see how we are? Can we respond and engage? And in doing so, um, we will feel better because we are we are talking, we're communicating, we're reaching out. And do you know what? For me, it feels like I've just put down what I'm carrying for one second and I'm going to pick up something from somebody else. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to add that to my pile. But what I'm doing is just having a little break from mine, which I think is possible. I, I think you can do it because I feel like I do it a lot. And then I'm going to listen, I'm going to attend to whatever it is that this person's going through and help them to just to reduce their pile. And I think when I pick my pile back up, it feels slightly lighter as a result of it. Number five might feel like a, a replication of that. It's not, but actually doing good for others. Um, I think en masse is what I'm talking about. Do you volunteer? Um, do you have the opportunity to go out and pick litter up off of the street that you live down where other people might think, oh, that was nice of them. They did that for us. They did that for the community. If you can do something for others, and again, it's putting your pile down while you pick something else up or you help something else reduce or help something else to be better, then I think that is also another wonderful way. You might call it a distraction, but I think there are positive distractions when we're trying to get out of our own mind. And when we pick our stuff back up, it feels lighter again. Sometimes I just think it's difficult to hold something for a period of time. Um, when we put something down, imagine holding like a, a 50 kilogram weight, by the one of those balls, and I'm actually crouching down right now in the studio because I can picture myself with it on my legs, in my arms, and I know I've got to try and get it over my shoulder. It's going to be really, really difficult. But if I just put that down for a second... All of a sudden, I'm resting, I'm recuperating. It doesn't mean to say that the, the weight is not there and I haven't got to pick it up again, but what it means is that I can get myself in a mindset and I can get myself rested to the point that when I pick it up again, maybe I'll be able to carry it a little bit easier this time. So I absolutely think that whilst we can't wish our problems away and we can't run from them, even though we try and avoid them quite a lot, we can put them down in order to... I don't know why it works, but... Picking somebody else's up, uh, whether that's an individual, whether that's like some sort of group uh, exploit, as I say, like picking up litter or volunteering for a homeless centre that distributes soup and food. Um, you know, I think that that will give us the space and the time to be able to just put ours down for a second, which I think is really beneficial. So number six, I've talked about, and it sounds like I'm recommending you distract yourself. Well, look, I think that... There are constant distractions, which actually equates to avoidance, which is not helpful, whereas it really doesn't hurt us to be able to put our mind to something positive, constructive, whether that's work, whether that's the children, whether, again, it's something that's going to help the community or help a specific individual. 
I think that what we can do is distract ourselves from moment to moment so that we're getting ourselves through the day. And actually, come the end of the day, we can do our gratitude, can't we? And we can say, I've been holding a really difficult challenge on my shoulders pretty much all day. However, I put it down in order to speak to that person. I'm grateful for that interaction. I put it down to be able to make a really nice dinner for the family. And I'm really grateful for that. There are always ways that we can distract ourselves by doing something good that we can be grateful for come the end of the day. I think this is really important, actually, when it comes to getting out of our head. But number seven, um, I've basically wrote action, do, be, create. I think sometimes stillness is really necessary. But here we're trying to get out of our head. So if we're not meditating, then stillness might actually be translated as inaction, you know, where we're just going around in a cycle of thought and not really doing anything as a result. Um, I think it also means that when we're taking action or we're we're actually moving forwards with our day, what we're saying um, is that we can put that weight on our shoulders. We can have it on our shoulders, but we can still walk up that mountain. I've got a wonderful visual in my mind, which I'll share, which is when I did that really difficult SAS program and I had to put some sort of 20-kilometer log on the back of my neck whilst I was walking up a mountain for a couple of hours. I learned that I can still carry that log whilst also moving forwards and moving up. The the problems that we might be feeling or thinking over and over again don't necessarily need to stop you from doing things that you know will benefit you and might make things progress. So we can hold it and we can know it's there and we can accept that it's there, but we can still move forwards and we will. Emma, we've had some messages. What's the first one? Valerie's got in touch about losing a job. She said, I was made redundant because of COVID, only work part-time now, so I'm struggling financially. And I wake up in the morning with an awful dread. I've got so much to be grateful for and so much to look forward to, but can't shake off that feeling. Val, you didn't really um, go into any detail about what that dread is. Um, It'd be really useful to be able to just sit with that thought of dread and to be able to identify, you know, where it comes from. Sometimes our fears are based on a worst case scenario. Is it actually um, something that you know is imminently going to happen or is it something that could potentially happen if if things got worse? You know, fears can be, can be irrational. They can be um, straight from our, our second self, if you like, and that, that voice in our mind that basically uh, tries to keep us safe. Um, so it's warning you uh, about what could go wrong. However, it can uh, warn you too much. And then what it creates for you is uh, is almost like the feeling that it is literally around the corner when when maybe it isn't. Do you know what it feels like you need? And you've taken the first step to doing that by asking this question here. Um, but it sounds like it's something you need to share with somebody. Um, so whoever's close to you, whoever you trust, take that or choose that one person um, and just say to them, like, I wake up feeling feeling dread for the fact that and whatever that dread is based on. If you're holding that on your own, then your mind is basically going to run rampant or has the ability to um, to exaggerate. Uh, whereas once shared and once that's on the outside, then it stays relevant and, you know, it can either be dismissed or it can be worked on and developed and solved. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. If, if that is something you haven't shared with someone, then I really recommend you do. If you'd like more support or advice, please go to absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash time to listen 
for details of some amazing organisations that we work with who can help. I'll be back with more of my tips after this. I think another invaluable ingredient uh, when it comes to being able to get out of our head is that trust, is that acceptance that it's there, but trust that it will pass. Uh, and it's almost like, a, you know, it'd be human of us to just see it as, well, it's obviously my turn at the moment because, you know, I've had periods of feeling great and, you know, life is full of lessons and, uh, and ultimately I'm going through one right now and that's where I get to grow and develop and progress. So... Uh, I'm going to trust that I will get back to that feeling of progression. I'll get back to that feeling of contentment. Um, but I just need to accept that that log's on my shoulders and it's going to be there for the foreseeable. But I'm not going to prolong how long it's there for by taking any of the uh, the steps that I guess are the opposite to uh, what it is that we're recommending. Uh, another thing to bear in mind is that you have survived 100% of your tough days up until today you're listening to this so you've got a pretty good ratio there of uh of being able to withstand whatever it is that life or you have put yourself through number nine and really this deserves to be higher in the list but this i should have said is in no particular order and that is to communicate and share uh we've done sharing vulnerability uh hopefully you've listened to that episode we know how absolutely vital it is to getting out of your head because if you're not sharing it to anyone then that's the only place you are you're in your head you're not getting out when you share it with somebody then all of a sudden you are out of your head that is literally the the personification of getting out of your head is letting it out of your mouth um, so once you've shared it with even that one person, or it might be an Instagram post, or it might be whatever form is comfortable for you, once you've done that, you are you are literally out of your head. And, and don't get me wrong, there's still obviously going to be thoughts in there, but it's really interesting because once those thoughts become verbally spoken words, all of a sudden we get perspective and we get to see it differently. Someone can actually reflect um, a response that makes us see it slightly differently. So it's a really powerful point not a PowerPoint, it's a powerful point. And um, that's definitely a step that would be good for us to take. Although a caveat, I touched on this in terms of not wanting to border into victim territory, and that is how much is too much. Um, on any one occasion, I think, you know, I might be feeling really, really awful. But if I've already, you know, spoke to three friends in great detail, um, and then the fourth one rings, I'll tell that fourth one, oh, I've gone over it with such and such and so. I tell you what, thank you so much for calling. But listen, just tell me how you are because I can't be bothered to go through it again, knowing that really you've got what you needed from the share element. You you've got what you needed from being heard, from being validated, and now actually you're all talked out. Let's just time to listen to somebody else or just check in, say hello. So yeah, be really mindful of: Am I actually creating a, a repetition? Am I actually using this as a negative affirmation? And am I actually creating more of the same by making this um, my mantra for the day, or making this the broken record that I just can't seem to get off of? <music> Lastly, I've mentioned it before, but affirmations. Uh, my affirmations, I am abundance, peace, and limitless potential. So I am abundance, peace, limitless potential. I am abundance, peace, and limitless potential. 
you know, you know our affirmations work. You repeat, you know, these these affirmations can be whatever you want. But instead of it being the broken record, which leads you into dangerous territory, because actually it's all you're becoming, is the person who's on the receiving end of something negative. No, I want to be someone that echoes and vibrates all things that are my values, uh, my authentic traits, the things that are going to take me towards my goal. So at a time when I feel particularly negative... I'm going to sit there and I'm going to talk to myself and I'm going to literally bark out my affirmations over and over and over again. And it helps me. I hope it helps you. We've had a message. This person's anonymous, but we've had a message from somebody saying that they are at a point where they need to look at the crossroads and finally pluck up the courage to really undo themselves and the trauma damage. They also add at the bottom of this that loneliness is the killer. And I think this is in response to previous episodes that we've had in this podcast. And it's now become far more prevalent since COVID than ever before. You might not have asked for the reason why you're sat in that feeling and that situation that you're in. But at this point in time, you absolutely control what your response is. So if you're not talking to somebody, whether that's professionally or personally, then that will always be my first word of advice is share what it is that you're feeling and that will begin the unburdening process. In order to understand where you've got to and why you got there, how you got there, you need to really just take a look at what's going on on the inside, share that, bring it to the surface, expose how you feel and why you feel like that and then you can start to re-piece your life together. It's a really exciting moment of realisation because it means you've come to a crossroads and you know you've got to decide which way you turn now. You're ready to be accountable. You're ready to take responsibility for your next steps, your next actions, your next words, your next behaviours, and you get to write the next chapter of whatever your novel's going to look like. Well, I feel like that was a really important episode. I think I'm really privileged to be able to, I guess, share things that are difficult for me at the moment in a way that makes it accessible to others. I know I'm not the only one who's who's going through challenges. You know, whether you're feeling that now or just pre-arming yourself uh, for a day when and if um, that does happen, I just think that these traits and these points are, are absolutely places that we can go. It's the, These are tools that are available to everybody. You know, meditation and walking around in nature and, you know, and trust and communicating and sharing vulnerability. These aren't things that are just for others. This is for you. This is available for you. It's just when you're ready to incorporate this into your life, when you're ready to stop feeling like you're on the receiving end and feeling like, right, now I want to help myself because sometimes we can languish and we can wait for someone to stretch out a hand and save us. Um, But we might be waiting a really long time. So if we can take uh, responsibility for how we found ourselves into this situation in the first place, which I think is always possible, Um, We're never completely blameless when it comes to, you know, putting ourselves in certain relationships, certain jobs, certain um, friendships, um, certain situations in life where all of a sudden something bad happens. It takes a turn for a worse and it can be a lot of change and a lot of transition. Um, And when we actually start to say, right, I'm responsible for some of this. I'm going to take action. I'm going to follow some of these steps and I'm going to dig myself out of it. I didn't put myself in it or not totally, but I'm digging myself out of it. When you feel empowered enough to operate with that level of self-kindness, 
then all of a sudden um, you can start to progress, you can start to put things behind you and you can actually start to gravitate towards being the person or having the version of life that you wish to have. Thank you so much for listening to Only Human. You can listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Absolute Radio app, or wherever you get yours. Don't forget to hit follow so you never miss an episode. If you'd like more support or advice, please go to absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash time to listen, where you can find details of some amazing organisations we work with who can help. Next week, I'll be discussing forgiveness and letting go. Until then, take care.